podcast. I'm here with B. What's up guys? We are excited to be continuing our series on identity. So I wanted to start with just a couple quotes that got us thinking. You attract the right things when you have a sense of who you are. Don't allow your struggles to become your identity. True self-confidence, self-worth, and self-esteem come not from starting with self, but from starting with Jesus, placing our confidence in him and believing what he says about us. So first, I want to start with a question, am I living my best life? This is a caption on Instagram, it's a quote on Pinterest, living my best life. It's and pretty so much everywhere. And I'd love to talk about what that means to us and our identity and are we living our best life? And I don't think it's a bad question or a bad statement. I just want to expand on what we mean by that. And so I think for me, you know, one of the things B and I have talked about is where we get our fulfillment. What like gives us meaning in this life. You know, B, I think something I'd love to talk with you more about is what does that mean for you? And we both have agreed that, you know, family is really important to us and it's something that, you know, we value very much in our families currently and our future families. But what is one thing that you think is important in, you know, living your best life? A lot of us have heard the song as well, not just the quote, I'm living my best life. <laughs> like, we all know that song. So, but what does it mean? I feel like for me, it truly means that I'm nurturing all aspects of my life. And, you know, a lot of us could be so career focused or a lot of us could be so focused on, you know, vanity and whatnot. But I feel like we all have compartments in our life that need to be nurtured. And if we fall short of nurturing, say, you know, say your health or, you know, finances and stuff like that, your mental health, one, it'll suffer. And so I feel like ultimately living your best life means that you are trying your best to really nurture all those compartments in your life. And you are trying to balance it out. You know, life is not perfect. And I feel like sometimes we get in our heads that it has to be a certain way. It doesn't. I just feel like it's all about balance and making sure that if you do have a weak day, that you acknowledge that and you take the time you need to reassess and to kind of reset yourself and your mind. So ultimately for me, living my best life just means I'm doing my best, being my best and feeling my best. And that comes with you making intentional decisions to do the work that you need to do when it comes to whether it's your physical health your mental health, finances, anything, any goals you have, and just really sitting down and and jotting down any goals, any ideas you have in your head. So just know that, yes, you can live your best life, but it takes work and also be patient. And I think that's a lot of the things we've learned along the way, like patience is key and finding a rhythm. For sure. I completely agree. And I think, you know, for me, I've realized that living my best life changes um, in different seasons of my life. You know, when I was Mm -hmm. younger or in setting new goals um, in different seasons, you know, I mean, 
like today we went dress shopping for yeah. B's wedding and I think that <laughs> you know that's a season you're in right now right. and it's so cool to see how you living your best life means preparing for marriage and preparing to be a wife and a Absolutely. mother someday you know for me I'm not in the same stage yet um but you know I think in each season of my life I've realized how much can move around it can change and that's okay um but living my best life is really just nurturing all those areas and and being in tune with who I am and how I'm feeling and a lot of that goes I think to just knowing my worth in God and knowing um my values and what I want out of this life and so you know for you B what are some things that you know you value in this life that are connected to who you are as a woman yeah absolutely I feel like my identity has always been a struggle for me there were times where I didn't know who I wanted to be because I was so fixated on what people you know wanted me to be so it was more so like well what do you want me to be I never asked myself what do I want to be you know, and I never sought after God's advice at some point in my life. Now I'm older and I've made a few mistakes along the way, (laughs) but I definitely found my way. I feel like for me at this place in my life, it's just understanding who I am in Christ. Ultimately, the most important thing to me is my relationship with Christ, because without that, Mm -hmm. my my self-love the level of self-love for myself would diminish immediately because i did struggle with that as well growing up and i feel like we've all had our run-ins with that you know self-esteem issues growing up you know as a as a woman a young woman it's just you know a lot of things affect your mentality and you just want to make sure you're like you know the best at everything when you don't have to be because you are made beautifully fearfully and wonderfully made And you are designed a certain way. And I feel like when you focus on that and you understand that, look, I'm different, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to be like the next girl. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be like my, you know, my friend, Sarah. Yeah. I don't have to be like you, Sydney. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like me. Yeah. You know? So I think when you understand that your individuality makes you beautiful mm-hmm. and it makes you 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 will like learn to embrace that and you will find ways to love it yeah and you will use that at your advantage so i i feel like for me um back to you know what you said like the most important thing for me is is god yeah you know having a god-centered whether it's relationship with myself i had to sometimes reassess the relationship i had with myself yeah because a lot of times that relationship can be toxic the ones we have with ourselves all of those are phases in life that are going to ask you to to somehow evolve in yeah. some way. So I just know that centering God in my life will allow me to make, you know, decisions that will help me evolve in the right way. It's clear when I have God at the center of my life that all those other things that are important to me, my values, just come together in a way of who he's called me to be. And like B said, that's a constant struggle. That's also a constant roller coaster. And I think, you know, as women, we are bombarded with culture telling us how we're supposed to act and look. We're bombarded with our own um, thoughts, our family's opinions, everything. And I think so much of it is on our beauty. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day about how important it is that we remind young girls how strong and smart 
and independent and funny and kind they yeah. are when we yeah. all we really tell them is how beautiful and gorgeous and pretty they are um, and how you know I was thinking how when I have a daughter someday I'm going to be continuously reminding her of those things because the world is a telling her opposite and b only reminding her of her appearance right. on the outside and you know right. that's not what's important um, and I think I continue to strive to remember that about myself um, and that my identity does not come from my beauty on the outside. Um, Absolutely. And for listeners out there, that is important to remember about yourself. Like you are so much more than just beautiful on the outside. And, you know, as women, we are so much more than that. And we attract the right things when we have a sense of who we are. And so for me specifically, I think the best example I have in my life right now is my kind of job search. And I think that if I didn't have a sense of who I am in that job search process after law school, I would have picked a job that was not aligned with my values and who I am and what I want out of life. And I think that, you know, it actually tested me in a lot of ways because I had a couple job opportunities and was kind of trying to figure it out. And I was praying about it and talking to the people that, you know, I'm closest with. And the thing I went back to is really what do I want? What do I want out of life? What fulfills me? That was just one example, I think, for my life. B, I mean, what has been an area of your life where you feel like your sense of who you are has attracted the right thing? Yeah, I think as an adult, we go through many relationships, not just romantic relationships. We have a relationship in terms of friends. Mm-hmm. You'll have a relationship with coworkers. You'll have a relationship with just anyone you mingle with. Family. Yes. That's another thing. I feel like with relationships, and I don't just want to stick with romantic relationships mm-hmm. because I feel like friendships, they mold you. They do. They have oh, a very yeah. impact in molding you into the person you are. Often, I like to say they mold you more, and I'll tell you why. Okay, so as young kids, we grow up, we are in the schoolyard. When you're very young, you're already starting to make friends. You're already starting to establish social ties meaning like okay karen you're my friend jimmy you're Mm -hmm. not so you're already starting to pick who Mm -hmm. you want to be around like in the playground Mm -hmm. like first grade and all that stuff and as you get older your friends change people move people switch schools so to give you that as an example like friendships for me i feel like as i gotten older i've you know tolerated less when it comes to people around you know people around me the people I keep around me just understanding that when it comes down to my faith I feel like if a friend of mine didn't align with that and I was not getting anything in return in terms of like I want you to feed my soul yeah exactly as a friend I need you to feed my soul because I will do the same for you whether that is our intellectual conversation exactly laughing exactly exactly like last night exactly we were literally like both crying (laughs) in bed last night and laughter is good for the soul where we thought we're gonna wake up literally everybody in the hotel (laughs) literally no but laughter is good for the soul so if someone is bringing you happiness in terms of laughter Um, Not to say relationships don't have conflict. They all do Mm -hmm. because we all are imperfect. So, of course, conflict is inevitable. But I just want to understand, like, I want people to understand that know who's in your clique, whether it's relationships, like romantic friendships, know who's in your clique. 
knows in your circle. And pay attention to the type of energy they are releasing. I promise you, once you realize and you key in on those who are toxic Mm -hmm. or those who tend to be leeches, they just kind of cling around you because of benefits or advantages. Like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this situation. Yeah. You know, be aware of those people because they'll suck you dry. Yeah. So, you know, just being attentive to, you know, different you know signs i could say like yeah you know red flags and do the work and you know you'll be fine in that sense right you know yeah and i think i would just add like i try to be aware of how i feel around people because for me you know if i if that person is making me feel a certain way constantly maybe they're not you know helping me grow or develop in in a positive way you know as we continue to discuss this identity series I think that I just want to encourage everybody to become more self-aware and whether that is in relationships or who we are who we're becoming you know the best thing we can do is reflect sometimes on our past experiences and remember you know where we're going who we want to be and like you said you know, remember those little areas, all the areas of our life of who we want to become um, and be self-aware and know who we are in God um, and continue to have that focused. And so, so B, what are some tips that you would have for people that are kind of struggling, you know, at any walks of life or age with knowing who they are and knowing who they are in God? Yeah, definitely. I feel like having identity issues, it's normal. You know, we've all been through it. Everyone's been through it, whether they like to admit it or not. Personally, when I was going through it, I just sought, you know, therapy. And it helped me so much that not only was my therapist a therapist, but she came from my church. And the fact that she was giving me a biblical perspective on things, it really brought me a sense of peace about who I am and to get that outside perspective of someone who doesn't know you personally but they're willing to hear you and understand you and give you that insight that you've been searching for and to do it in a way that is according to God's word was the most refreshing thing to go through and I think that like it it almost like every time I would go I would like leave sad because I was leaving it was that refreshing Like, it was that refreshing because I felt like it fed my soul every time I went. And every time, you know, a week would go by and I'm like, oh, I'm empty. I need to go back. No, it's literally like you need to stop at the gas station to fill up. Exactly. So I would definitely say therapy is always a good option. I know some people are iffy about it, but definitely keep an open mind. I feel like for me, I was one of those people that was iffy about it. I didn't know how it worked. I just thought, you know, you had to have some kind of psychological problem wrong with you to go to therapy, but you don't. Mm-mm. You know, sometimes it's always like, well, why fix it if it's not broken? Well, why not keep it fixed before it's yeah, broken, exactly. you know? Yeah, proactive. Exactly. Yeah. Be proactive about, you know, your thoughts. So mm-hmm. therapy definitely was the number one thing that helped me. What about for you, Sydney? Yeah, I think for me it's two parts. One is listening to the people that are closest to me that know um, me best and kind of being in tune with how I'm feeling And then also to just being forgiving of myself and patient with myself, you know, whether that's I made a mistake and I'm wanting to learn from it or, you know, past experiences and trauma that I'm working on healing from is being patient with myself and knowing that I'm a work in progress and that's okay. I can be valuable. I can be confident and know my self-worth, but still be a work in progress. Continue to set goals for yourself and know that 
in those relationships, in growing, in different careers, that you are going to be flourishing in ways that are very important for your self-growth. And if you are in tune with who you are in God and your worth, then you are going to be attracting those things in your life. And whether that's a career or um, a relationship, a family, friendship. And so I think that that's why I started this podcast episode with the question of, am I living my best life? What does that mean for us? And really, like B, like you said, it is continuing to develop those areas in my life that are very important to me. And, you know, that is going to be changing and continuous in every area of our lives. And sometimes it may even be going back to rekindle a family relationship so you can heal from it. Or it can be, you know, learning something new or going back to school or uh, finding a new hobby. Yeah, um, all those things are, are helping us grow as people um, into our best selves. That just takes time. Um, and so, yes, just being patient with myself is just really important. So as you all continue this week, just think to yourselves and talk about, you know, this with your family and friends. What does living your best life mean? And we just want to encourage you to continue going, to continue being a work in progress, but also being self-confident and knowing your worth in God. Because you're beautiful and smart and independent and God has so much in store for you. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. (laughs) 